shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between the cherubim shine for water of life is flowing eh is flowing from the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Uh, I was actually at the hospital with them yesterday and I, I, I was really encouraged. Um, I saw a living child as I entered. That was the impression I, I, I got. As I entered, I, I was looking at a living child. So uh, praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Also, uh, we're trusting God for a quick recovery. Amen. And we're also giving God thanksgiving for what He is doing. We give God praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, so we're going to continue from where we stopped on Thursday, especially when we're talking about uh, development, senses, exercise. And we're going to uh, just flow into it because I know that there's, uh, there's something uh, that the Lord also has for us today. We're going to push us more into the solidity of what he has started in us amen uh, on thursday hallelujah somebody so let's see if, um we're going to go back to hebrews chapter 5 and then first john first john chapter 1 we'll compare the scripture with scripture and we'll see how hebrew chapter 5 that we read is first john chapter 1 and we'll now flow it from there amen Hallelujah. So essentially, first John, uh, what happened, what John did was that John continued from where Paul left off. Amen. So John John pushed uh, Paul's epistle further. Yes. <laughs> John furthered Paul's epistle. John moved it further ahead a little bit. Um, so Hebrews Hebrews <laughs> Hebrews chapter 5 from verse 12 it says for when the for when the time Ye ought to be teachers. Ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, amen, amen. and not of strong meat. Not so? For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Not so? So this is a continuation of Thursday. So by one o'clock I'll be done. It's a continuation of Thursday that God is going to just push us further. <laughs> God is just going to, is going to push us further. Uh, just to solidify the works He began on uh, in us on Thursday. Amen. How many of us were blessed on Thursday again? How many of us were blessed? Amen. So it's not going to be something new. It's just going to be a solidification, a pushing further. 
uh, with some new things in there, but to push us in. Amen. God wants to what? Push us in. Amen. Amen. So, uh, uh, we want your attention. Are you with me? Praise the name of the Lord. So you can see the pushing. We can see the forward movement. The solidification. Right, Paulette? The solidification of these waters in our soul. Praise the name of the Lord. So it says, For when the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk, and not strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. Everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for is a babe. Now, the next verse now talks about what word of righteousness does for us. Amen. Amen. What the word of righteousness exercises for us. It says, But strong meat belongeth to them who are of full age, meaning those who have used word of righteousness. Um, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised. Amen. So the same both good and it so have their senses. So it's a walking. It's a walking. It's an exercise. How their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. You will see that same process in First John. Amen. That's the reason I say, pay attention. You will see that same process of called exercise in First John. So it means that First John, John, what John did was that John took from Paul what Paul was saying, word of righteousness, and showed how word of righteousness can turn into eternal life. I don't know if you are getting me. How the exercise of word of righteousness will push you into eternal life. So, the, once you enter into exercise of word of righteousness, you are inside a machine that is going to churn out an eternal life being. What comes out of the process, what comes out of the exercise, is an eternal life inheritor. Amen. Amen. Do you get me? What comes out of the factory, when you enter into a process, amen, a process called exercise, 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 exercise by what? The word of righteousness. John was now saying, amen, John was now saying that what comes out of that exercise is what? Is the inheriting of eternal life. Praise the name of the Lord. So it means that Right now, if you are under exercise, where are you heading to? That's it. So let's see. Let's see First John. You begin to see the exercise as John began to describe it. Children, so they want eternal life. Eh? <laughs> Ellie is seated like this. They wonder normally. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. First John chapter one verse one. It says that which we that which was from the beginning. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. That which was from the beginning. What's the first thing? The next thing which we have heard. At when you are still at that first place where you are hearing, it can be entering and be coming out. Mm-hmm. 
Amen? Because you haven't handled it, handled it yet. You, which you have heard first. You have heard it. Continue hearing. What will happen? Which we have seen with our eyes. <laughs> Amen. 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 Are you with me? So you continue hearing. Exercise is on- ongoing. Exercise is ongoing. Senses are building. What are they building? What are the senses that are building? Your eyesight senses. Your spiritual eyes has been developed. Your retina. The retina in the spirit to be able to handle, see, and look upon and gaze upon that which you have been hearing will come. So, but you must first be hearing it. Then, after you begin to see with our eyes, then the next one, which we have looked upon. Amen. It's one thing to see something, it's one thing to gaze upon it. I can be seeing you, but not seeing you. When I begin to gaze upon you, then I catch your mannerism. I catch your countenance. I tell your personality. But I can see you. Then I can now look upon you. Gaze upon you. So this is all part of what? Exercise of your senses. Amen. And our hands have... Yes. Our hands have Amen. Amen. I mean that's mastery. Skill. Some of you, you guys are handling your professions. It means at while you're in your dream, you can know things concerning your profession. You have mastered it. It means you are handled it. It's called handling. Amen. So you can come to mastery. And what are you mastering? Of the word of life. That's that same word that Hebrews say, word of righteousness. Is the word of life. Then verse 2 says, For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that word. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So the moment you begin to undo this thing, what does it what does it turn into? Oh my God! Hmm? Until you've handled, you are not inherited, not so. To handle means you are you become it. Amen. Amen. Let me take it a bit slow again. Praise the name of the Lord. This is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. This is great. Now let's let's take it a bit slower. I won't take from the step. What's the first step? Hearing. So it means somebody is speaking, you are hearing. So meaning it's not yours yet. Am I communicating? Meaning what? It's not yours yet. Because somebody is speaking, you are hearing. Mm -hmm. The next one, you are hearing, but you have not seen the person that you are hearing yet. Mm -hmm. Remember, that was Revelation chapter 1. Then John, now it says, When I turned and I looked upon the one who was speaking, he wasn't seeing him. Then after a while, he turned and he saw the person who was speaking to him. Mm -hmm. That's C. 
but yet it's not yet yours because it's still the person you are seeing. Then look up, you are now paying more attention to the you know those little details, the final details, the perfect details of the person you are seeing. You are gazing, looking upon. Then the last one you have handled, it is now yours. Mm-hmm. You have now become inherited that person. Are you seeing the difference? Mm-hmm. Why is there until the last one before you have eternal life? Mm-hmm. Why? Because before the last one, the eternal life is speaking to you. You are hearing him. Amen? Then you are seeing him. It's still him. (laughs) Amen? Then you are gazing upon him. It's still him. But in the last one, you have handled him. (laughs) Amen? That him is inside. You handled him. So it's in the last one that you have inherited him. Are you seeing this? Amen. Amen. Eternal life is simple, eh? Now, huh? just by the process of your hearing, is that that part? I want you to get this thing. That part is called a narrow part. That part that you are started on. That you began to move into by hearing the doctrine of Christ. Hmm? That same hearing is not a different, you don't, it's not that you have to hear another thing. That same hearing, that same part of hearing will turn you to sin. Am I communicating? It's not, it's not like you phase one, they now give you a certificate that you now have to start something new. No. The same thing you are doing. That's the reason why the greatest thing they always say in that John 14 was keep commandment. Faithfulness. They are calling for faithfulness. Stay. Abide. 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 Because your abiding will now turn from hearing to seeing. In the same abiding will turn from seeing to gazing. In the same abiding will turn from gazing to handling. Praise the name of the Lord. Well, you know, it does, this uh, Pamela said, uh, play, play devil's advocate. Uh, so let me play devil's advocate a little bit. So if I'm your enemy, huh? imagine I'm your enemy and you are hearing and he knows that if you just continue this part, what are you going to end up having? Eternal life. All I, and, but he knows that the curriculum is not a one-day thing. <laughs> do you get me? So if I'm your enemy, all I need to do is to get you to transgress, move away from the path. That's all I need to do. Because as long as you stay on that path, you end up inheriting eternal life. So all I need to do is to distract you, shout, scream, just get you out of that path. That's all I need to do. So somewhere, that's why he has confidence that he can get you. Because it feels like it's simple. Just get you to... <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> huh? You get me? Willingly by yourself. That's what Jesus will be seeking to us, encouraging us to say, that no man steal your crown. 
actually the reason why Jesus uses the word no man is because Satan uses men. Yes. That's why. That's why. So that you will not think it's one spirit will now come and tell you something. It's a man that Satan will come use to come and tell you something, to say something that would get you to by yourself move your leg out of the path. And that path is the path of your life. It's called crown of life, which Paul received. Right? Paul says, now waited for me a crown of righteousness. Crown of life. You see, life and righteousness is the same. They call it crown of life. Crown of righteousness. With the Lord has promised to all them that love him. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Ha ha. Amen. Amen. Are you guys with me today? Yes. I'm not really feeling like I thought I was, I was feeling everybody for the day. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to show you a man who inherited this thing. Paul. Because he said he inherited it, right? Not so. He says, Now I'm waiting, I'll finish my cause. Now I waited for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord has promised to all them who love him. So he inherited eternal life. Paul inherited eternal life. So it's possible. John inherited eternal life. So it's possible. Now, let me show you. Let's go to Romans chapter 1. Verse 1. Hallelujah. Are you with me, somebody? Who can help me read? Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Paul is servant of Jesus Christ. Called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Separated. So whose gospel is it? Uh-huh. The same gospel has been talking though. Then read chapter 16, verse 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. According to whose go- my gospel. Paul is <laughs> huh? The man has handled it, it's his own. Huh? Because this is life. He says, Do you know life is life? You know, uh, you know you have your life. Not so? Okay, you have your life. You have your life. You have your life. You have your life. But God has his own life. And God wants to give you his life. But you can't live two lives. Uh, do you see that? You can't live two lives. One life has to drop for the other life to come in. Yes. So, Paul saying that my gospel was saying my life. It's not just only Jesus' gospel anymore. <laughs> it's now also my gospel. This is, what, this is what Jesus used to live his life. This is what I am also using to live my life. Amen. Amen. Excuse me. What did Jesus promise us? What did Jesus promise us? Plenty, plenty things. We we'll summarize it in one: eternal life, <laughs> life and life. I have come that you may have life. You see, so the whole New Testament is about life. 
the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from this you know, love. You know? So everything is life, 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 speaking life. And we speak life to him, Miss Yoluwa. Amen. Amen. So this is a season of life. So she will live. Yes. yes. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Is it my gospel? But it wasn't just Paul who did this. I want to show you somebody else. <laughs> I'll show you somebody else. Huh? Somebody else. I will our master Jesus. Let's see Revelation chapter 1 quickly. <laughs> Revelation chapter 1 quickly, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must surely, which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by, by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, they call it the revelation of who? Jesus Christ. But is it his own really? It's his own now. But who's who, who gave it to him? God. You see that? <laughs> huh? So yes, are you seeing the process? As the father had life in himself, so he gave. He had given unto the son to have life in himself. So the whole business, if you want to write this down, if you want to know the will of the throne of God, is to give life. That's the whole agenda of God. How do I... Everything is thinking about your life. How do I give you life? If something is going to come to your life that is not going to, that is going to stop you from having life, he will, now, he will want to shut that thing down. Then you start complaining. Oluwa, you have no answer. But God knows that the moment that thing comes, life will shut down. This is the reason why the quicker, the quicker you enter... You enter and you settle on the mountain of life, on the world of life, world of righteousness. The faster all other things will follow you. Now God will be able to trust you with those things. He knows that if He gives you this thing, it will not, it will not move, it will not move life. Amen. Do you know the things that God blesses us sometimes? A lot of the time, they end up being some of the things that we use or we use as an excuse not to go for life. And it shocks God. It's like, I'm the one that gave it to you. <laughs> huh? God will bless you with something. You know, that thing. Or it's, for example, maybe before, people used to be the one picking you up and bringing you for meetings, for church. Then, you know, have car. <laughs> I didn't get me. Then all of a sudden, it becomes a problem. <laughs> Then you now start getting offended with the people, your brethren, who are asking you. <laughs> Amen. 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 I hope I did not touch something. <laughs> so, and but who gave you the car? Who gave you the car? Amen. Amen. These are the things we need to learn maturity about. That anything that God gives me. Is actually not my. I don't see it as my own. I actually don't see it as my own. 
because God gave it to me. The reason why I, I am so careful with anything that God gives me, I don't see it as my own, is because I'm trying to also protect myself. Actually, I'm trying to bless myself more because God will trust me with giving me more. God will not have many qualms giving me more. Because he knows that I don't see it as my own. I see your own. It's not you that gave it to me. So it's your car. It's your house. It's your everything. So, <laughs> so well, I don't have any, So I'm not, I'm not taking any ownership. Oh, this is my own. If the car scattered to me, yeah, my life has no. The God who gave me the car, he can take it too. He'll bring another one. Amen. It's good. Am I dealing with something? Amen. Amen. Anything that you hold on to that is not God is your life. So, do you know car can be your life somewhere? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are many things. I'm just using car. I don't know I'm using car. There are many things that can end up being your life. Meaning stuff that can make you hesitate if God comes. Uh-huh. Stuff that if the thing doesn't come, it can make you fight God. <laughs> Stuff that it can make you be hesitant with following God if it doesn't, the thing is not coming. It means that somewhere it's your life. And you can't handle another life until you have learned how to lose that one. You know, just submit it. And actually, let me tell you the honest truth you cannot submit your life or lose your life. I'm not talking of your physical life. Your life, the things that you, yeah, you pay attention to. The things that you prioritize. You cannot submit them or lose them without learning the other life. That's the wisdom of God. Yeah. I don't know if I'm communicating. So, it's like, without Christ, it's like God was telling man, oh yeah, lose your life. And man was like, okay, what do I do? <laughs> That's why the Israelites, they lose their life, they now do sacrifices. Then after maybe the next generation, they will go back to the right back to the idols that God delivered their fathers from. <laughs> because there's no replacement life. There's no placeholder. There's no something to put back. Okay, so if I'm losing my life, what am I living? But guess what? Christ is what we are living. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Christ is what we are. Amen. I will tell you one of my fears earlier, around 2015, 2014, when we just began this work. One of my greatest fears is that God, how, how are we going to sustain this thing? Given that, you know, it's not, you know, it's not, you know, too out there. How is it going to continue? How is it going to be sustained? Amen? Amen. So, at the time I was in Victoria, doing my master's there, I was in Victoria, I was, we were going on a cruise this thing to, from Victoria to Vancouver. You take a boat, and it was by the Pacific Ocean. So I was in the, just inside the boat. God told me to go out. So I went out, and I was just looking at the ocean. He said, do you see all these waters? Can you contain it? Huh. <laughs> she said, can you stop it? Can you... Can you end it? Can you can you contain? Can you barricade it? I said no. He said that's how this world is. It's a life. It's actually a life. Amen. It's actually what? It's actually a life. 
It's actually what? It's actually a life. So it's a living thing. It's actually a life that you can live on. Amen. It's actually a life that you can what? Live on. Depend on. Now, since then, I know some of us, we've kind of, you guys, we've known each other for, for a few years. Since then, we've all been through a lot in different ways. Huh? But not one day has anything happened to any of us. And not one day do we go begging for bread. Honest to God, not one day. In fact, not one day as one person here asked me that I need, I need clothes, I need bread. Do you get me? Not, am I wondering? I'm like, so what, God, what am I useful for? Now? I'm here what to help, but they are, God is really helping everybody. <laughs> God is really sustaining everybody. So it's a life. It's actually something you can depend on. And that's what David was saying in the psalmist, his PhD thesis. I have been old, young. Now I am old. Yet, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging for bread. Hmm? That was a PhD thesis of 50 years. Mm. Not four years that we do. The people will do four year thesis and people, everybody will be believing the thesis. But David, this is old. Nobody's believing. Huh? But I believe it. What did he say? Amen? Amen? I have been young. Now I am old. I am yet to see the righteous forsaken. Nor his children begging for bread. Meaning it's not possible for God to leave you or forsake you. I say it's not possible for God to leave you or forsake you. I said what? It's not possible. Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. It's not possible for God to leave you or forsake you. Amen. Amen. This thing is a life. It's a living. It's something that you can depend on. That you can put your life on. Bet your life on. Lose your life for. That's to bet your life on. Amen. Amen. Let's go to first John. So, what is the will of God? To give life. Life. Not so? I have come that you may have life. So, the reason, the purpose. Will means purpose. The purpose for me being. Being here. The purpose of the throne of God. The purpose that the Father who sits on the throne has proposed upon the creation. Is that we have life. And have it more abundantly. Meaning we handle it. You'll be a master of life. You'll be skilled on how to live. Hey, oh my God. Hey, I said you'll be skilled on living, on how to live. 
how to live God's life. You'll be a skill. You'll be mastered, mastered at it. You know, some of us, we are already having some skills of life. Some of us are already gaining some skills of living. Hmm? Hmm? How do I know? Sometimes, maybe when you are in a tough spot, maybe you don't know what to do. You are trying to decide how to maneuver a situation. And Holy Ghost comes and gives you a wisdom. And then you do it. And it, it plays out like that. What, is, what just happened? <laughs> you just lived. That's, the, that's, that's what I'm talking that's about. That's the living. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Holy Ghost don't give you a wisdom. You just know how to navigate the situation. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We were in first John. Verse 3. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write unto you, that your joy may be Joy may be full. Fellowship with, is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. So that's John chapter 17 verse 3. This is life eternal that you may know the one true God and him who he has sent Jesus Christ. So, Kai. Amen. I just wanted to see how what you are doing Amen? The path you are going in life is the path that ends in eternal life. Anybody, it doesn't have to be life meeting, is it? We don't call it life, okay, life. But the any place where they are, where there's a ministration of the doctrine of Christ, you also end up in the same place. Any platform that they settle that is Christ's doctrine, you want to turn out, you end up in the same place. Hmm? Amen. Amen. You see, so you know, affiliated with EGFM, right? But most of the time, it's me and Femi that we people here that really come to your formation. But so, do you know that if you go to EGFM meeting, you feel at home? I was there. <laughs> they all like you. <laughs> you feel like oh. You, don't you feel we feel like you need to move the same the same manners, the same character, the same persons? I, it's like me seeing a thousand chidimas, a thousand EBS. 
was so, I was so blessed just have seen that 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 largeness of witnesses that's just like us here. That that left such an impression on me. That they, we can be many yet we are one. Mm. All the same, the way they dance, the way they sing, the way they play, and they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> the same. Amen. Do you know why? We're all feeding on the same food. Yes. So if K is feeding on word of life, I am feeding on word of life. Bemi is feeding on word of life. <laughs> in Lagos, they are feeding on word of life. In India, if it's word of if it's this what they are preaching, feeding on word of life. We'll be thinking this we are the same. We're thinking the same. But I want to go further. Guess who uttered that arrangement? Trinity. <laughs> How did they come to the same conclusion at the same time? I love their kind of meetings. As our meeting takes four or five hours. <laughs> deliberation, deliberation. They don't say, one say, let us make man. They don't say, let us make man. They don't say, so was I, it was I meeting. They all have the same. One looketh upon his word to do it daily. One is the word. The other one hovereth upon the waters, which is the word. <laughs> Why would they not come about the same conclusion? Though they have different offices, but they are working for the same conclusion. And that's what Jesus was praying when he was living in John chapter 17 that they may be one, even as we are one. And the only way to be one is to have the same foundation, the same food. The word of life. Praise the name of the Lord. So, if you see the, if you see the apostles, you know, initially, some people will say, Paul was different from James. James different from John. When you, now I know that they are the same. <laughs> are you seeing how John continued from Paul? Yes. <laughs> now I know that they are the same. <laughs> they are the same. They just have, as Holy Ghost will be the one who is doing, Father sits on the throne, Word is the Word, different offices, but the same conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the apostles were. <laughs> Paul, Peter will say, that thing which Paul was saying, he will now say, elaborate on it. Yeah. It's the same, the same root. Mm-hmm. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. If you can undo this root, you have eternal life. That's what we are going for. That's what we are going for. That is the purpose for which every born again child of God is called for. To inherit eternal life. We have to go for it. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. But the message is not complete. Without telling you of your enemy. So do not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Okay. Now we know is one part. It's one part that leads to life. How does it start? Hearing. How does it continue? We don't everybody must answer one by one. Huh? 
seen. Then how does it what does it move to? Look upon gazing. And then the last one, handling. Don't rest until you handle. It's not easy to handle. Handle means it's your nature. When you wake up in the morning, you it's life you are using to live. So you see it's not easy to get to mastery. Uh most of them we still wake up in the morning. We still have <laughs> We still have to go and fight. You get me? <laughs> eh? The Lord God who touched my hands too. <laughs> To battle our world, you know that that's for handling. You have to walk to handle. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wake up, you have to fight. The first fight one battle before you not determine whether life is going to win that day. Oh, <laughs> 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 it's just a different man. I remember when I came back to the evening, say, ah, but I should have done this this way. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I could have done, you know, I must have more efficient with my time. I should have done this. You know, that's why I'm reminiscing that tomorrow morning I'll fight the war again. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. So it takes time, right? For mastery. For some people. You see, if you give, if you have, and it's almost impossible to have this kind of heart. If you have the kind of heart who you just give everything all at once and just be going, you can do it. This thing can happen quick, maybe three to five years. You gain mastery. Huh? (laughs) That's why I say it's almost impossible to find a soul that has that kind of thing, that kind of that kind of zeal, that kind of zeal that can beat down. You get me? Beat down. Gaining mastery, the process of gaining mastery still means you'll be making mistakes. But once you are mastered, mistakes will be dealt with. So that to, to master, to get that's the end. That's the that's the journey. It's a journey. It's a continuing journey. So just give let me let me explain more. In 2015, in 2015, when I started listening to Reverend K, and God just showed me mercy that. This man, I should be listening to this man. You know, sometimes God shows mercy by just telling you. Yes. So I just know. Because if you not tell me, what Reverend K sometimes was teaching that end of 2015. It got to be a situation that will make any normal Christian be like, okay. Sit on the throne. I'm like, sit on the throne. You know, if you say that to a normal Christian, it just a regular Christian. I'm like, ah, this is blasphemy. Yeah, exactly. Wear your clothes. <laughs> now we need to be interceding for this ministry and the people who are there. Now God will deliver them from the earth. Amen. Amen. Just run. Amen. Amen. So, if God did not tell me that, I won't have. I would have some. I don't know how. Amen. That was Deliverance Convention 2015. Then another message. He was teaching about sitting on the throne. I was like, where is where is this thing in the Bible? Yes, cannot be right. Who need? Oh yeah, calm down. Don't be saying throne business. But you know, sometimes you have to believe blindly. If God has given you rest in a place. 
it, you know, it took a year before I understood that message. Huh? Are you with me, people? It took me what? A year before I understood that high message. But within that year, don't you think I could have left any time? And if I left, I would never even end up understanding. But somewhere, because of commandment, I just felt at rest. This is my place. I was just staying and enduring. <laughs> and enduring. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't use this. Okay, let me just put this one here. I don't understand it. There are some wisdoms we need to learn too. Amen. Amen. Okay, let me just put this one here. I don't understand it. And let me just keep the one I understand. Let me keep learning. Let me just continue the one I'm understanding. But somewhere, if God has given you a rest in a place, stay there. And now I don't regret it because God showed me, yes, in Revelation chapter 3, to the church of Laodicea, God promised that if you overcome, I will grant that you will sit with me on my throne, even as I have. The day I saw that one, that day, 2016, I saw that scripture. Hey! I was like, this, so this is what, this is what that he has been saying since. Amen. <laughs> and I mean, maybe, maybe I also made a mistake. I think that was the season we started preaching it too. We, were, we should probably shouldn't have preached it yet. Because if we were not ready for that kind of Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So this thing is real. You can handle, you can gain mastery. Now, 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 this is where we need to understand the devices of the enemy. If you are in this part, Amen, pay attention because this is very important. This will help you stop any man, any, any temptation from living. If you are in this part, I'm going to play devil's advocate again. Amen. Just to show you what the enemy does or can do. If I see you in this path and I know it takes time, I will gauge. The way, that, the way Shifra is going, within five years, Shifra would have inherited eternal life. And the moment you inherit eternal life, Satan is nothing to you. It means nothing. He doesn't know what eternal life is. Yes. Eternal life is uncreated. He is created. Yes. Even that perfect and beautiful of wisdom is all created. Yes. Eternal life is the one that is uncreated. Mm. That's the only wise. Another level. So the more you, you master, you will never ever listen to me. Never ever listen to me. Never ever have problem with concerning Satan. You will not, you'll be under your feet. You won't have his problem anymore. That's what Paul was saying in Romans chapter 16. In chapter, chapter 1 of Romans, he was still talking about the gospel of our God. In chapter 16, it became my gospel. Then he began to say, and the God of peace, amen, in verse 20, and the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. It means that once you've mastered, once you've mastered, you've handled that this gospel has become my gospel. You've handled the word of life. Once you've gained mastery, what happens to Satan? Under your feet. Under your feet. It means it does, you don't have to even factor him in your life anymore. Do you know God doesn't factor Satan in his life? <laughs> eh? God, doesn't, God doesn't see Satan as a problem. That's why if, if, if somebody is a problem and it comes to your congregation, problem, everybody will just be, as you say, oh, somebody has come. Okay, the message will even change. We have to be careful. Somebody has come here. But Satan came to heaven in the book of Job. Sons of God were meeting. They did not change ministration. 
God did not move. God did not say, oh, somebody has come now. Let's start. Okay, you people, arrange yourselves. No. Uh, how far now? Bros, how are you? I receive as well. Where are you coming from? Justin. It means that <laughs> if somebody. <laughs> If, if I set a few bars, I check God let me rate me as a as an enemy, as a formidable enemy. <laughs> God God has zero rating for Satan. He doesn't rate him as somebody to be concerned about. <laughs> you know, you make you feel bad. Imagine if you are competing with somebody, the person doesn't even count you as somebody to be <laughs> Guy, That is the most <laughs> The person that you are trying to compete with does not even rate you. As anything, as something to be competing with, or something to be talked about, or to be to even change arrangements or plan because of him. That's how Satan is to God. He's nothing. He's under his feet. He doesn't count to God. When God is trying to figure out what to do and bless a man, he doesn't even count Satan. He doesn't factor Satan. <laughs> Amen. Yeah? It's we that have to factor Satan because we are still empty. Because the Bible says that he shall feed on what? The dust. So if you are carnal and you are empty, if you are dust, you are his food. This is what many people don't know. This is why it's not good to stay carnal. You are his I'll finish soon. Amen. Amen. You know, God too has his food, not so. Yeah. Say, so he looketh upon his word to daily to do them. So that's what he feeds on. It's called daily bread. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. And that daily bread is a man mm-hmm. called Christ. Yeah. Hmm? Then the enemy to us is food. Is also a man called flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is keeping the enemy as the god of this world is we men, because we are flesh. So Satan has won if he can keep you as flesh. That's it. That's the, you see? Are you seeing that? He has won if he can keep you. And the, what is holding the, the day that Satan knew he had a short time was when men were turning from flesh. You can read Revelation chapter 12. The man child was born. He's talking about the man child company. Men who, who is man child? Christ. Men who were becoming Christ were increasing on the earth. He knew that he had a short time. Hey, it is finished. Hey! <laughs> My life is not finished, you. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> he just knew it. He just knew it. Expiry dates. The moment you are turning to Christ, you put expiry date on your enemy. Amen. But excuse me, praise the name of the Lord. It doesn't feel like that in the flesh. Because the moment you are turning to Christ, somehow your flesh thing becomes kind of tough. Mm-hmm. A bit tight. All for the purpose of trying to make you back to flesh. Mm-hmm. Trying to push your buttons and tell you it's because you are going too deep into the spirit. Don't follow that brother James. So. <laughs> 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 
it will make you too spiritual. And the moment you become too spiritual, too too Christ-like, you see your life will be coming. It looks like your life will be coming. No, it's a lie. You're actually winning. You are winning an eternal battle. Because if you don't ever win that battle, you will never live. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm trying to play to, to play devil's advocate a little just to really show you security. Now imagine if I want to show you why it's not good to transgress from this part. Now imagine if everybody in this room is under my influence. Right? And then Paulette begins to go another way, under another influence. Then I'll begin to try and do all things to stop her from going where she's going. If she decides to come back, what would I do? I will use, I will do more, tie more bounds. <laughs> I, I will borrow some chains from the other one. I use it to what? So that. Well, next time you never try it. <laughs> yes. So the way I see it, uh, excuse me, excuse you. You don't have another choice. You don't have a second option. It's not like we have multiple options. It's not like okay, if this is eternal life doesn't work. <laughs> Then there's another one I can go and try. There is no second choice, especially for those who have been tasting it already. Ah, <laughs> huh? now do, do you know? By see, see, if somebody told uh, uh, now I'll not put my energy to buy the bed, it means that the other people who may have been bound before, it'll be easier for them to leave again than for you that left and came back. Huh? Chains can be good things. What? Oh. Like things of the world. Oh yes, exactly. That's exactly the chains. Yeah, the things of the world. We are actually going there. We're going to end there. That's our first John chapter two. Amen. Kai. Praise the name of the Lord. Another device of the enemy is this, because he knows that it takes time. Are you with me? Am I communicating somebody? I want to ex- I want to expose him so that you will have defense. Am I communicating? So I am I am exposing his wisdom so that you will have defense. Now, the guy knows because he's wise. He knows that world of life hmm, doesn't take one day to so climb. Go and climb Mount Everest. Take ten minutes if you can do it in one hour. You can't. So to climb Mount Zion, he knows it doesn't take one day. It takes years to learn Christ. So it means that he doesn't have to just get you today. Aha. Uh-huh. That's his name. Drag on. That's his name. He, he, he can drag, especially when, when you enter Christ. So, you too must be ready for a long journey. And that's the reason why God brings us as a company. So, together, we will journey it together. That's why. That's what they call this commonwealth of Zion. If Zion is built by stones. One stone upon the other. One stone upon the other. We are dependent on each other to make it to the top. 
Am I communicating? It's called the feast of charity. We are dependent on each other to make it to the top. God, that's God's wisdom as against Satan's, Satan's wisdom. Satan knows that it takes time. So he doesn't have to bring all the... What, what is this? What, he wants to bring a cumulative effect of weariness. Yeah. Yes. So he will bring in some trials, some challenges. Then after a while, you're now, be, you're now becoming tired and weary. You say, I'm tired, I'm beg, I beg. <laughs> huh? You see those things? It's because of a cumulative effect of weariness. A drag on is dragging your life. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. With the idea that He knows that even if, let's say, it's six years for you, let's say, and you are in year five and eleven months, He can still get you. It's until you get to six years. Where you have actually handled that he can't get you anymore. So we should factor in in our life as we are journeying that we have an enemy. Do not be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. So when you have that awareness, then sight, I, I begin, you begin to manage your life. I, you can't just live your life anyhow. Redeeming the time for the days are evil. Amen. Amen. I caution my life in every way. You know that sometimes maybe there was, you know there was a long weekend last weekend. Long weekend. So you know a few days. Netflix. So movie. <laughs> I watch movie one, watch movie two. I correct I caution myself because what will happen the next thing is I want to watch movie three. <laughs> So, I time movie 2 was even moving forward and it was an interesting movie I arrested my heart as soon as this one is done it is done <laughs> redeeming the time for the days are evil how did I waste all my Monday watching movie for what <laughs> I know <laughs> you have to learn to arrest yourself sometimes because the days are evil. You don't know what will happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, somebody will come on that you may be so busy, you may not even have time to pray or to study the word. So this today, that you have, you feel that the day is free. You now want you to watch only movies. No. No. Amen. These are the things you begin to learn when you have an awareness that every single one of us here, we have what? An enemy. Who is actively trying to do one thing. Stop you from abiding. Am I communicating somebody? I'm rounding up. Who is actively trying to do one thing. What is that? Stop you from abiding. Take you away from the path. And that is why John was giving that admonishment in 2 John 9. A very strict admonishment. Let's read it. It's because of this fact. Okay, you want to help me, sir? Verse 9 and 10. Whosoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ, hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath this the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not. Hold on, are we listening? If they come unto you and bring not which doctrine? The doctrine of Christ. Not doctrine of James, so not doctrine of Reverend K. Not doctrine of any man. Which doctrine? 
So it's Christ. So it doesn't mean that it has to be one place. Anywhere that there is Christ. That's the doctrine. Am I communicating? I just wanted to get your attention on that. Is the doctrine of what? Christ. Christ. So if there be any man who bringeth not this doctrine, what should you do? Don't receive him into your house. Receive receive him not into your house. Neither by bid in God's speed. Kai, what, why so harsh, John? Don't tell him bye bye. <laughs> just lock him down. But do you know that is love? Yeah. John knew that this this their John is taking and this people they were closer closer to handling because he has been talking to them from first John. So they are closer to handling. So this is not the time to be this is not the time for distraction. This is not the time to turn back. He was out of love. He was admonishing them. Don't try it. Don't try it. You are about to inherit. Don't try it. So it was out of love, but it was a bit harsh. To be honest, it was a bit harsh. I don't lie. It was a bit harsh. It sounds a bit harsh. But it was out of love. He was trying to admonish them that at this point in time, you are about to handle because they were closer to handling the church was writing to. Please don't eat. Doctrine of Christ is going to lead you to having God, having eternal life. Don't try it. Don't try transgressing. He was admonishing them because what will happen is that if you abide and stay and inherit eternal life that person that wanted to make you transgress that spirit that's behind transgression when you will never see him again in your life he will be under your feet so permanent solution to enmity was what they were going for so john says don't try it finish until the enmity is totally ended Am I communicating? Yes, sir. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if we are seeing the usefulness of this gospel. Mm -hmm. This gospel is profitable to direct. It's profitable for many things. Amen. Do you know it's even profitable for your earthly life? How do I know? This gospel helps you hear God more. All my springs are in thee. I will explain more. Um, when you get when you got born again, hmm? the Bible says, "Who is joined with the Lord is one spirit with Him." Not so. Mm-hmm. But your spirit man speaks to your conscience, and your conscience has a very low voice. Not so. It's like a low mm-hmm. low volume microphone. <laughs> but which one do you actually hear your soul more? Your soul is like the loudspeaker of your body. Your mind is always speaking to you. When from once you wake up, your mind is just thinking things. Always speaking. Always talking. Loud mounted. Your heart is also speaking. But that spirit is not easy to hear it. You get me? Now, if you don't turn that mind and that heart to the word of God, to the springs of God, to the waters of God, when that spirit speaks, what will the waters do? They will echo the Holy Ghost. That's how the word of God is protected from that. Because now, the Holy Ghost will now, now, can now come and tell you, go and study this. Because he has seen the path of how your prosperity will come. Mm. He can now come and tell you, don't marry this one. <laughs> go this way. When you marry this one, that's eternal life. <laughs> eternal life X. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yes. So that so this word, this gospel help is profitable for all things, even your earthly life, because it will help you assist you in hearing God for your life. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Is that clear, everyone? So this gospel does everything. This Christ. Just need to swing small. This gospel does everything. It does everything. It's all we need. Is this springs? Is this word? Is this gospel? Why? Because it will help you also hear from what? From God. Now, what God says to you, another word we can call it is what? The will of God for your life. Aha, that's where I'm going to close. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Can we see first John chapter 2 again? And we are closing here. Hallelujah. From verse 15, sir. Love not the world. First John chapter 2 from verse 15. <laughs> love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world that passeth away, and the lost thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, I say, abideth, abideth forevermore. But how can you do something you don't know? I want to do God's will. I want to do God's will. I want to do God's will. But you don't know it now. What are you going to do? Are you going to assume? So people came in the last day. They thought they were doing God's will to the man. And the only way, the medium, hey, listen, the medium by which the will of God is communicated to man is by the doctrine of Christ. Yes. The medium by which the will of God is communicated to man is by what? The doctrine of Christ. Yes, for I lay in Zion. For I lay in Zion, a tried stone, a foundation, chief corner stone. So, if Christ is the foundation of Zion, what is the rest of Zion? It's Christ. It starts with Christ. It ends with Christ. Do you see that? So, when you start climbing the mountain, you start hearing Christ. By the time you get to the top of the mountain, you have handled Christ. Ye are Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 87. Okay, yes. Glory to God. This is it. This is rounding it. Oh, Yamanan Seatas. Who wants to read for me? Verse 1. For his foundation is in the where is, who is where is that? Who is that? Zion. And who is the foundation? Christ. 
For this foundation is in the holy mountains. No wonder it says the Lord loveth the gates, meaning the entrance. <laughs> Just the entrance of Zion. More than all the dwellings of Jacob. No glorious things are spoken of thee, O city of God, Selah. I'll go down to five. And of Zion it shall be said, This man and that man was born in her, and the highest himself shall establish her. The Lord shall count when he writeth up the people that this man was born there. Selah, verse 7. As well, the singers as the players on instruments shall be there. All my springs. It's called the river of living waters it shall well up out of your belly rivers of living waters all my springs are in thee now one thing when you go to springs when you go to the mountainside what do you hear when waters are those springs are moving what do you hear sound the rush of mighty waters i say loudspeaker Echo. Now, when spirit comes and says, Yebie, go here. What will the springs do? They will echo inside you. <laughs> Amen. Then now it will be easy to do the will of God. That's why the key is Christ. Without that key, you won't be able to do the will of God permanently. You will do it today. You, the righteous man falleth several times, he riseth up seven. <laughs> That's your journey of letting Christ. You'll be falling and rising, falling and rising. A time will come where all my springs are in thee. It means it will be a symphony. There will be no space for any contrary will. Any contrary direction. The moment Holy Ghost come and say, A, you are A. Everything in you is saying A. Is singing A. Your heart is saying A. Your mind is saying hey. And before you know you begin, you are doing what all that you are is what they just said. All that is moving you is that that springs the sound, the resonation of that voice. And as you begin to do the voice and do it and do it. It says, for whosoever doeth the will of God is what? Abides forever. I thank God for that scripture because the enemy of the will of God is the world. It means before the word came, there was a lying word inside you. Before God's springs was inside you, right now there are other springs inside you. Springs are knowledge, the container of what your soul contains. And for most people, from my mother's womb, I was born in sins. It means that all the springs that I have been receiving was this world. So it says, love not the world. Come under ministration of Christ, of the doctrine of Christ, the world of righteousness, so you can exchange springs. So you can exchange springs. And keep exchanging springs until all my springs are in thee that is the day you have handled can we begin to appreciate god today i pray for every one of us here today we would get to the end Amen. we will handle yes. 
God will keep watering us. God will keep watering us. God will not stop watering us. And we will keep obeying. We will keep keeping the commandments of the waters. We will keep obeying the waters. We will not stop. We will not relent. Until all His springs are in us. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. You know, as I was sitting down there and just, just reminiscing and the Holy Spirit said something to me, said, one of those things that the devil used to deceive us is those things that we feel like are not that bad is not that bad you see that excuse we bring in you know is bad but it can be excused see that area i want us to start dealing with that thing the holy spirit wants us to be stricter in this season praise god uh you even where you even places where you go what you hang out with kind of movies you watch things you give your thoughts to praise god there are things that the devil used to inform natures in you that you never thought natures were formed until they find expression praise god and you know those things are so subtle they're just so subtle that because the it is not it is not what people will say is bad you feel like that get comfortable around it uh, the Lord is saying that we should be stricter in this season. Praise God. That you have to be very, very disciplined. Highly disciplined. Very, very, very disciplined in your journey in this season. Uh, um, because you realize the fact that now that you are here, many of you, I know that you might not be doing those things that the world say is bad. But there are some subtle things that the Lord is questioning in inside us. That even if another person sees it, they will say, ah, ah, why are you taking it so serious? Mm. See those things, eh? That's when you should start paying attention to. Mm. You start laying, you start, the Lord will start narrowing down into it. He will start narrowing down it. And when he brings it to you, please don't give an excuse. Praise God. Amen. Don't give any excuse for it. If the Lord narrows down to it, take it away. The fact that the Lord is talking about it means that it's limiting a flow. Mm. God does not just come and tell you. So God is not a talkative. Yeah. He doesn't just come and talk. Yeah. He's not a talkative. If he talks about it, it's a problem. Mm. 
Praise God. Because these are, you know, these are the places where God will start touching gray areas. In the past, God was touching black and white. But now, He will start narrowing down to gray areas. You get? Those things that, if you do it, unless somebody that is highly discerning, you might not see that it's bad. But you need to be more strict. Because God will not tolerate one iota of the world. One iota of world. He will not tolerate it. Praise the Lord. The second thing that the Lord um, spoke to me about, be careful with offense. Praise God. You know, there's, there's, there's this love, that, you know when we are talking about love walk. Praise God. Love walk. Praise God. Be careful with offense. Praise God. Can I be very sincere with you? Sorry, I have to take a little of your time. Ah, the people that God, the devil used to offend you the most are the people that are here. Mm. Praise God. There's a reason why it is like that. Because we are now coming into light, you see each other's infirmities more. Mm. Mm. It's just normal. Mm. Because you are now mixing up with light, understanding is coming. Infirmities are very obvious. Mm. And it's easy to get offended because something will tell you that this sister and also after all, right, listen to the same thing. Why is she behaving like that? Before you know it, thoughts spring up inside you. Mm. And you see more mistakes than actually encouragement. Yes. Praise God. Yes. The reason is because amongst brethren, when they say that purify your soul unto the love of the brethren, you don't even understand what that means. Because brethren are the ones that you have a lot of light amongst you. Mm-hmm. Understanding is there. So you can easily judge. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. And when you let those things last inside you, before you know it, it's, not, it's just normal. You will think you are still in the spirit, but you have drawn back. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Before you know it, you start having restrictions with your brother. Before you have, you start having restrictions with your sister. Eh? You start putting, you, you start separating yourself from, from brethren. Yes. So separation was, can I very of you? For you to grow, you need brethren around you. Mm. You know why? The Lord will judge your conscience with the brethren. Mm. Is your God, the brethren that God will come and use to judge your conscience. Because by the time they offend you, the Holy Spirit will not tell you, okay, deal with this offense now. Yeah. And the person does not need to come and apologize to you. Yeah. How do you want to deal with those things? Mm-hmm. You see, they are beginning to deal with darknesses inside us. Mm-hmm. Darknesses, darknesses, darknesses. All those darknesses are actually the world. Praise God. Yeah. So you will see that when the Lord starts narrowing down on these things, please, I'm begging you, no matter how huge the offense is, turn away from it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Turn away from me. That's when you should press more into walking in love. When those offenses come, just know that the devil has come to perch. And before you know it, you will build a nest. The next thing you do, you will lay eggs. At the end of the day, you will multiply children inside you. Before you know it, from jealousy, you go into bitterness. From bitterness, you go into envy. From envy. <laughs> so people have grown, grown, grown. They enter into murder. We will not get there in Jesus' name. But things can grow. And there's only one thing that the devil wants to do. He wants to isolate you from where you are supposed to be growing. Praise God. So, all this ministration today, eh? hold on to it. Eh? And now tell God to help you to start exercising in them. Before you know it, God will bring it's kind of very zero you. How many of you have realized the fact that the day you say you want to deal with anger is when your brethren get you angry the most? Yeah. Why is it like that? Because they want you to exercise. Praise God. That's actually how you keep the word. Because the word is already standing there. 
Now there's somebody that is coming to judge it there. They want because it's a seed. Eh? Somebody wants to steal the seed. Now you have to hold on to it by living by it. Somebody got you angry, and the Lord has been talking to you about anger. Choose not to get angry. Before you know, you are keeping. Praise God. You are keeping it. Before you know, it becomes a nature. Somebody will come and talk to you anyhow. You won't even get angry anymore because you have mastered the nature of endurance. That's the fruit of the spirit you have mastered there. You see, it might take time, but you know what? Don't give up. Praise God. Don't give up. Don't give up. Before you know it, when all the fruit of the spirit becomes one inside you, that's when the, you see this thing we will say, laid on eternal life. All these things will be standing direct in you before God can have mercy on you and now say, okay, and do eternal life. Mm. Because every fruit of the spirit gathered together is called Christ. Yes, yes. Praise God. And that is the only man that was able to lay hold on eternal life. Praise God. So you have to keep fighting. Fighting. That thing that that offense that the brethren is bringing is for you to fight. Mm. Praise God. It's for you to fight, to war with it. You war. You war. All the messages that have been preached today, what do you do with it? You war with it. So the devil will come and question it. What do you do? You hold on to it. And remind the devil that no, this word is true. So I will hold on to it. You will bring things around you, bring things around you that will make you question the word. No, you tell the devil that these words are true. I will stay with it. Before you know it, you are becoming masters of these things. Praise on the Lord. Sorry that I took your time, but I just feel like this emphasis had to be laid. You get? Please, please. This offense thing, I'm begging you. Don't let it stay. Don't let it stay. Anytime the devil brings offense your way, you know what you're going to do? Go a step further. Walk in love. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ taught it. Is there somebody takes your coat? Eh? Your cloak. Even the coat gives to the person. Is that what they are In other words, somebody offends you. It's not wrong to be the first to apologize. Praise God. John almost got offended in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had to tell him that. The gospel is preached. The blinds are seen. The dead is being raised. Blessed is he that is not offended in me. Amen. Praise of the Lord. Don't one, you can be offended with God. Yes. One of those things is expectation. Canal expectation is the thing that can make you offended with God. Can you get to a point that there's no kind of expectation that will take, that will, that will be, that will substitute the path of Christ? Yes. I know we have expectations. Mm-hmm. And many of our expectations are what brings our fears. Yes. Check it. Mm-hmm. Our expectations are those things that actually bring the fear that we have. Yes. Praise God. If there's no expectation, there's no fear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Can, if, but if your expectation can just be one, eh? Every other thing that the Lord wants to give to you, will give to you. And don't worry, you will not be poor. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Poverty will never come your way. Amen. Praise of the Lord. I just feel like these things need to be added so that all those things that the devil is bringing your way, you will know how to discern them. Mm-hmm. Discern them and walk away from them. Praise God. Mm-hmm. There are some things you don't need to pay attention to in your life. Praise God. You don't even need to pay attention to them. Anytime you pay attention to them, you have been distracted. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between.